Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome back, listeners, to the Steel Plast Podcast. I'm here with Andy Hoke of Andy's Philosophy Corner. And this is our crossover episode. And today, we're talking about the infinite realities of the self. And what do we mean by the infinite realities of the self? I would like to start it off by saying everyone that you've ever known has a different perception of you. From the people that you went to school with, grade school, know you as a certain person. Yeah, from your, from your parents, they know you as a certain person. Mm -hmm. From your exes, know you as a certain person, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And your ex's friends now know you as maybe a villain. There's that too, right? So there's these infinite possibilities of reality of the self that people have about other people. Mm. Now, you could go to a grocery That's store. That's a lot of realities. That's a lot of realities. Now you can go to a grocery store. So it's got us a little slack here, you know, we've yeah. got like an hour. Right, so you can, you can go to a grocery store and you can see somebody shopping and instantly make a determination of what that type of person is. You can, uh, but, and we're, we're very, very eager to know, especially when we, I mean, everybody is different from you. And take an example where um, a person from one land visits a completely foreign land. Okay. okay, sure. Uh, in my land, everybody has polka dots. In their land, everybody has stripes. Everybody happy. So, <laughs> right, right, right. All right. Star Valley sneeches. Dude, I'm telling you. Live on the beaches. Well, when we encounter other people, we're really eager to know as much as we can. Right, right. Um, we're, we're, uh, we deal in information. Um, right. And... You know, on a quantum reality fact level, um, you can look at it by the numbers, but you will never run out because I can look it up. But infinity's pretty big. I would say infinity so, is that, that's its own definition. Okay, right. so let's yeah, infinite it, realities. Well, let's try changing out some of the worlds now. Sure, some of the words. Now, here's a weird example. Uh, this is theory, more just a way of looking at things. You decide. A. There is there are places in the universe that are too far spatially mm -hmm. for us to ever ever get to. Sure. And some would say since we still don't have an answer to the Big Bang. Right. Any of us could take a guess, you know? They show me a unified field theory, and everybody agrees on, and I'll start taking for the word on everything. So that is what you become. You solve for your situation. Mm -hmm. Sort of getting back to the numbers, you know, infinity. Okay, well, that's a big number. Well, what if we thought of it in three spatial dimensions and uh, one linear uh, 
dimension time sure right so time is a linear dimension right so like right now i'm piloting uh starship annie uh through uh, a three-dimensional passage on uh, space and time. We all are. Sure. And that but can be are quite different ships. Right, right. Now, you could also argue that I'm not the same being I was five minutes ago. Right. You know, in theory, you have, while we've been sitting here, you've been watching us convert oxygen into carbon, di carbon dioxide uh, without even breaking the sweat. So, in a very simple way, um, my molecules have changed, right? I'm not exactly the same, but if I'm not me, then who am I? Right. <laughs> who so, are you? I, mean, I mean, there's a certain amount of navel-gazing <clears throat> that I think we all fall into that mode. Right, um, right. You have to take a step away um, from caring, from helping out your fellow human being. Right. Say, right. whoa. Any time. It just, I love you. I've been working and putting the hours, been sure. putting the effort, been putting in the thinking, uh, good, hard, honest work. And I just need a little bit of time away for a few days. Sure, uh, sure. Um, and then, and, and sort of like, we, well, I want to touch upon the only reality that we know as individuals is ourselves through our souls. Yeah. And I know that there was a philosopher that spoke upon that. Um, ourselves and our souls. Right. Well, um, Rene Descartes, and he's not the only one, but Rene Descartes placed a very special importance on the part of the mind called the pineal gland. And is that the one that, where you... You know, they talk about, you know, taking cold showers and activate your pineal gland. And... Um, sure. Um, I mean, if you don't know, tell me. I mean, like, <laughs> well, I can only share what I know. Um, yeah, sure. And, 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 and honestly, it's kind of a bottom line. We're all, we're all trying to figure it out, you know. Um, while we're figuring it out, we'd be nice to each other. But um, Descartes said that the pineal gland is the principal seat of the soul. Mm. You're like, wow, that's a pretty weird thing for a guy thousands of years ago to know brain surgery. Right. And, and Where did that come from exactly? And a part of the soul, right? Right. Um, now, the pineal gland is uh, tiny. It's about the size of an almond. It's the only part of the human brain that is not segmented. So there's not a left and right part of it. Right. Also, for its size, it can it uh, it requires more blood flow, meaning oxygen, than any other part of the body. And weirdly enough, um, many say that uh, I mean, there's a lot of things on this earth that might be bad for that, you know. And so, one of those things would be metals, because your pineal gland also kind of acts like a magnet. Wow. I didn't know that. Somehow, which is kind of weird. I, I mean, a lot of this is theoretical. This is sure. really abstract theoretical. Do your own research. Um, I've done mine, and I'm sharing it. You know, I would expect, uh, I mean, people going to do what they're going to do. But right. manage our expectations like we were. It's great, because we talk about this stuff when the camera's off, too. Right, right. <laughs> so we do. Um, yeah, so we not do. just show prep. It's, it's because we find it interesting. Yeah. Um, 
take an example of someone you haven't seen in a week. A week. And someone you haven't seen in 10 years. All right. Now, how interesting is it to manage your own expectations? You know, um, it's been a week, Adam. Right. It's been 10 years. Right. Very different conversations, very different interactions. Um, 10 years doesn't happen every day. Um, most people, you'll, um, depending on what you do, I mean, you might, most people will probably never ever see again. So that's most of these other patterns we're trying to make sense of, right? There's that, yeah. So the, the people you, you never see again, that's the last reality of them that you know. Sure. Well, um, seeing is a verb that would then therefore, I think, also have to extend to the internet. Right. Since we have this amazing way of taking in phenomenal amounts of information. Mm. So I haven't seen you in a year, but I checked your Facebook. You sure. Know, that sort of thing. I know seeing, he's up to... But um, experiencing, seeing and experiencing are two different things. Because... Well, that's, that's the crux of the matter, my man. That is the crux of the matter. And here's why. Because everybody wants to show themselves in their best light at all times. Of course. Nobody wants to... I, I mean, unless they have... Uh, you know, some sort of, you know, mental deficiency that they want to say, you know, my life's horrible, my life's horrible, somebody help me. And you do see that. You do see that, too. You do see that. The cries for help and things like that. There are the cries for attention. You see that. But typically, on average, everybody wants to be shown in their best light. That's, that's the way hmm. humans are well, by nature. That could be. Um, I, remember, I, I was just reminded of some ancient... I forget the name of the philosopher, ancient uh, Chinese, uh, I guess, philosopher. He was like the village, village sage. He was a real weirdo. Mm. Like he, he, he just had some really weird moods. Like one how, of them is like how weird were we talking? Are we talking uh, like Bill well, well, or are we talking? Well, the example. <laughs> oh, this guy got excited because he found a dead cat in the street. <laughs> they're like, what are you so excited for? He goes. Uh, this is mine now. I'm taking it. Yeah. They're like, why did you take that? He goes, because no one's going to want to take it off of me. Mm. Smart. Smart. He, well, well, oh no, they asked him, um, <laughs> what's the most, he was asked, uh, uh, what's the most valuable thing in the world? Mm -hmm. And he said, a dead cat. Okay. And they're like, where did you even get that? Yeah. Because it's, it's the last thing anybody will ever want to take off of you. Yeah. Is a dead cat. Yeah. Well, well. <laughs> I mean, why not? All right. Well, I don't want to. Jeez, there's an inappropriate joke that popped into my head. We're going to have to talk about something else. <laughs> okay. yeah. All right. Oof. Uh, all right. So that's. See, whoosh, yeah. So, so, like George Michael said, there's little things you hide and yeah. little things that you show. There's little things you have, little things that you show. That's right. He was a uh, he was a prophet, George Michael. Was he? he was a little bit of a prophet. Well, uh, <laughs> he's doing better. Than, uh, well, is he doing better or worse? That's a whole other. Whoa, problem. whoa! Now that yeah, he ceases to be. Um, 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 he died on Christmas. You know that? 
He died on Christmas. So the song Last Christmas was his oh, last Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And he did say, I will be your father figure. He did say that in the song. <laughs> George Michael. Anyway. Got to have faith. You got to have faith. And you're going to have a lot more faith right back after this. Right back here on the Steel Plaza Podcast with Andy Hope from Andy's Philosophy Corner. And today we're talking about a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff that does exist. A lot of stuff that doesn't exist. Uh, a lot of things about the self. Mm. And you uh, spoke a little bit during the break about an onion, right? Sure, sure. As you, uh, this was just one way of thinking of things that uh, um, was explained to me in college is that when you ask these questions and you, you get one answer and then you seek to the next and you go to the next and the next, what if it was like layers of an onion? that all there really is, is layers. Um, and seeds, to get you more onions. <laughs> sure, sure. So, and of course there's many types of onions, and uh, uh, we don't need to cry over. Uh, Feeling that good, yeah. Yeah, chopping onions, mm-hmm. that can make you cry. Yeah, sure. Make sure. you grow and cry. <laughs> um, but that's one way of looking at things, is that, okay, well, it is the layers. It is your process of saying, well, what's underneath that? Rip. What's underneath that? Rip. What's underneath that? Rip. And I mean, you need a little variety sometimes. Sure. Sometimes you got to just take a break away from yourself. And thinking about, I mean, as we might call it, navel gazing. Um, yeah, because people have been wondering about this stuff forever. And there's lots of, probably lots of, a million or an infinite amount of reality number of ways that um or or names real for the same thing of finding yourself uh i think it was mark twain who said the most the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why wow there you go there you go yeah, um, so to have a sense of purpose and find your what. The, there, yeah, there's the what. And then there's the, the onion I want to talk about a little oh. bit. I want to talk a little bit about the, the layers of a person. Mm. So when you're a kid, you really don't have anything other than just being that kid. Now, the layers start to happen, right, as your upbringing, right? Right, right. And people start to see you differently in a different light and a different reality based on the layers that are put upon you, right? Yeah. Now, if you will, mm-hmm. the person that you knew is now a different person completely because of a layer that they put on of the onion, right? Right. right. And it goes, and it goes, and it goes. Right. Now, all these different people that know that have known you throughout your whole life that may not contact you now are all different people. They're all different realities of the same person. Every every molecule in your body has been changed out. Um, uh, I think for most cells, it's about every six months. Some of them, it's longer. Sure. But but yes, even damaged brain cells um, can regrow. Uh, This was unknown when I first researched this when I was young, but apparently. And so, in that point of view, uh, you know, it's sort of like a Killing off your weakest, right? Right. right. Um, when you do need to uh, sort of take a break from 
from your onion chores, but they're all, it's a perception. And, and you're left with, I think one question of, uh, well, like, I think I might have <laughs> said earlier today, if I'm not me, then who am I? <laughs> right, and, and, and perception, and it's a phrase that they always say in the military, perception is reality. If you are not doing something you're supposed to be doing, that perception is reality. And if you're seen not doing the thing you're supposed to be doing, that perception is reality for the individual that is in charge of you. Now, you may have already done said task, mm -hmm. but because you're perceived to be leaning and not cleaning, whatever it is. Adam, Adam we should have had this three days ago. Explain yourself. <laughs> right. It should have been three days ago. Right. Um, now there you are, right? Now there, there you are. Well, it's, it's done. Okay, so then there, it's done. Is it done? Then there's the trust, but verify. Okay? Uh, I trust you, but I would like to verify. But what was the phrase we had with Russia ending the Cold War? That was it. Trust but verify. Trust but verify. Was it detente, or was it something else? There was a few different Russian words mm -hmm. um, that they used to just, one way or another, just try to establish ties and to mm. formalize and say, okay, here's a pattern we can agree on. Okay, uh, this is my piece of land, that's your piece of land. Right, are right. We, are we all pretty clear? And I sort of mentioned um, a while ago about establishing, and especially in the business world, mm. the only way that businesses can make any money and stay in business, which of course they have to do, is through Volunteer exchanges. Sure. So um, you didn't get the thing back in three days. And according to what we've already specified here, right. in the event of event X, you know, here's what's going to happen. Right. You know, I'm managing expectations with that relationship. That's something you have to handle jointly. I, I think it'll be easy to slip into sort of a 19th century German thing where well, we only got our lenses of, of perception, mm -hmm. which means we can only, the words, everybody knows the word phenomenon. Right. That means that's the word you experience. However, what are the underlying forces? There's another realm which you actually cannot access called the noumenal realm. Mm. And so, <laughs> I don't have all the answers, but <laughs> those are some of the words we try to use to get at. Now, so there's a lot of math from that point of view. You could say it's an infinite math. Um, it really is, it really is. Well, an infinity <clears throat> is kind of another way of saying oblivion. Mm. Now. If you look up the word oblivion, it really just says the state of being oblivious. That's what it is? It's not to obliviate? Well, to obliviate means you no longer, it's no longer in existence. Or you have, it's not on your radar. It's okay. gone. It so, was here, now it ain't here. I, I didn't know that, okay. Um, so, so oblivion is just another name for the unknown. I've, hmm. um, not to deviate too much, but sure. I think it's really important to 
be cool with the unknown. Sure, sure. You know, sure. Um, I'm not the best looking, smartest guy ever, but what I encourage everybody is to be uncool with that infinity. You know, after all, it's just an eight lying down, and you can do that. You can do eight. Sure. <laughs> I mean, is that is that what your tattoo is? Oh yeah. So it's your tattoo. Is. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna get up close to this too. Hold on. Yeah. Take a look at this. Yeah. Look at this beauty. This was great. I had this done. It never scarred. It so, never flaked off or nothing, man. So if, if you're not watching uh, the show and you're just listening, Andy's got a tattoo that looks like a backwards E. Followed by an exclamation followed point. Followed by an exclamation point. I, I'm kind of geeky. I like math. Um, He's a math guy. Uh, yeah. Um, but I was, for whatever reason, looking through a long list of mathematical symbols. You know, sort of stuff you can't just say to someone when you wait for the bus. Sure. <laughs> Not sure. a real conversation starter. It's usually conversation ender. So anyway, yeah. so 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 this symbol here. Uh, Capital letter E, uh, backwards capital letter E, followed by exclamation point. This symbol is called the uniqueness symbol, and it's what you use to designate when there is only one of something. Um, I didn't know that. Not that unlike the idea of a prime number. Mm -hmm. um, just mathematically, there's only, it can only be divided by one in itself, right? Wow. Okay. Um, that's a prime number. There's a finite, well, here we go again with infinity. Let me put it this way. Bitcoin, cryptocurrency in general, is all based off of prime numbers. Hmm. And they have these supercomputers, biggest, most powerful computers in the world, running 24-7, trying to find new, unique prime numbers. Hmm. And I mean, they've already guessed uh, three, and five, and well, see, this might take a while to list all of them because they're infinite. But um, uh, if uh, there's people right now, uh, or somebody had had a great eureka moment where they say, "Oh, I am the one. I found a perfectly unique prime number," and verified it. Something on the first. Now you can take that. And uh, it's crypto. Crypto. Whatever type of crypto. Sure. Hey, Bitcoin, I'll bet you'd like a new prime number, wouldn't you? Hmm. So. That's no. interesting. That's interesting. So it might be 300 digits long. This is this is the infinite thing, okay? Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, that's kind of a. Hmm. So now, um, now the fact that time is linear. I checked last night. Apparently, yeah, time is linear. Right. And so it doesn't branch off into different directions as was once conceived. Well, many people think it makes perfect sense to simply call it uh, the fourth dimension. You have three spatial dimensions. Three, right. And you have one chronological dimension. Now, now you've got something with four um, uh, coefficients probably, and right. uh, you, you know, two a plus three b plus five c plus sure equals nine d, for example. Right. Um, um, 
So, so people are up to. Isn't that weird though? That if you just find a new prime number, it's. Ooh, but that also leads me. I don't know if we still got time in this segment. Yeah. And I think almost everybody will find this interesting. The greatest problem right now in mathematics and therefore computer science. Oh, oh my. Is, <laughs> is generally called P versus NP. And we're gonna find out what that means right oh, back you after this. Right back here on the Steel Pies Podcast, we left you on a cliffhanger. Oh. Right here with Andy from Andy's Philosophy Corner. So what are we talking about that equation? Well, first, let's hear more about uh, uh, the other fine programming. Oh, yeah, let's actually do that real quick. So there's a lot of programs on this channel. This is one of them, Andy's Philosophy Corner. The other is Steel Plaza Podcast, the traditional one. And don't forget, the darkest corners of the world where we play music from all over the globe. And if you like what you hear and you'd like to donate to the show, it helps us keep the lights on here. As you can see, the lights on right now. helps us keep the lights on. You can donate to www.paypal.me forward slash Steel Plaza Podcast. We're going to make it worth your while. Let's talk about that equation. Oh. Um, well, as I sometimes say in the program, uh, this show isn't for everybody. It's yeah. not for everybody. Well, not everything is for everybody. Exactly. So. What if you went to an ice cream truck and you said, well, all we have is vanilla. Mm. Now what? That's an easy choice. <laughs> well, or is it? <coughs> yeah. I could get the vanilla. Yeah. Or I could say, I don't want vanilla today. Sorry, we haven't got You're it. You're like, I really wanted Tutti Frutti. Sorry, we haven't got it. Yeah. Well, it's okay. I'm going to keep looking around. Thank you for your time. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have a specification about what you want. Now, P versus MP. Yeah, let's get to that. Um, the greatest... Well, there's several huge problems in mathematics that there's like a million dollar prize for. Mm. And they've been out there for years and years. Mm -hmm. And occasionally you'll, you will see one of these get, getting solved. Now, P versus NP. Look it up for yourself because everybody characterizes it a little bit different. Um, or John, because we'll just tell you what it is. Which shouldn't be. Um, I'm going <laughs> to give you my impression. It, it's it's basically the question, Adam. Um, uh, I need the answer to a problem, or the answer to a question. Right? Is it going to be quicker for you to uh, work it out, or it's going to be, or is it quicker? to reliably confirm the answer. Hmm. Simple example, uh, two plus two. Four. <laughs> He's correct. Four. I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Now, suppose I said uh, uh, 6,291 billion divided by pi, but the whole thing cubed divided by uh, four. Oh. <laughs> Suddenly. The answer is 11, go ahead. I did the math myself, so. so... So suddenly, it's the exact same type of yeah. problem. Sure. Now, this has a corollary with your human mind. Um, there's a special part of your brain called the amygdala. Amygdala. 
Yeah, yeah, there's some weird stuff out there about different parts of the brain. So we covered the pineal gland. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the amygdala, um, you can look it up. It's, in one sense, it's like your librarian. Because your amygdala is the part of your mind that creates memories, stores memories, mm -hmm. and retrieves memories. So mm -hmm. it's something like a librarian. And uh, my father having worked in library science, I'm like, well, what kind of silly stuff is that? Well, a lot of people don't know what libraries are now, so it's basically like your hard drive. So it saves data on a hard drive. Thank you, yes. <laughs> well, so, okay, now apply that to, like, your computer. Uh, you are asked a question. Right. You check your machine to see if you have the correct answer. Uh, if you do, that's easy, you provide it um, by referencing it. Uh, however, an active search on your part may be necessary to complete the problem. You may need to go to a big, big list of uh, logarithmic tables or something to get the answer to your math question. But the answer is out there. The question is, for any given operation, is it going to be quicker to perform the calculation yourself or to rely on uh, another source to verify the information. And okay, that, that sounds really abstract. Please look it up for yourselves. So having said that, mm. as we interact with all the different versions, perhaps, of ourselves, of us, I mean, because we're, can be seen as just organic patterns. Right just shooting through the galaxy, the universe, um, everything else is kind of patterns in that way. So, um, when I encounter a problem, I can either rely on someone else or I can figure it out for myself. Mm -hmm. And I just rewatched one of the best movies of all time. Um, I forget what it was, but... Uh, Tom Hanks Big. That's up there. No, it's <laughs> No, it's not. Jeez. It's the keyboard. Did, 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 did. Yeah, how about the toy? It's not kind of creepy. The Richard Pryor movie. Oh, boy. Anyway. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, the line of the movie, there's a, um, uh, uh, basically a high school senior asking the teacher what to do. Should, I'm thinking of doing this. Should I do that? Huh? And he says, thinking for yourself is the only real freedom any of us actually have. Mm. So that is, that's... It that's, certainly helps if you can learn to get good at performing your own calculations. Mm. Because uh, that spark, uh, divine spark, which uh, is, of course, abstract, but whatever it is that makes you you, if it's your perception about yourself, um, I mean, if we were to find it, wake up one day and find out that uh, you have unwitt unwittingly been the play, um, like just some toy of some interdimensional being. Mm -hmm. Think of it that way. Um, all they give you is, I mean, five senses, and uh, that's about it. Mm -hmm. So if you want to look at it through the 19th century German point of view, well, yes, there's only five senses, and can we know these answers ourselves? Hmm. <coughs> oh, pardon me. I think, uh, I'm thinking of Taoism, so I'm thinking of way. The way. What is the way?
And so to some extent, it's not as important. I mean, it's important, the specifics of what you do. All aboard! <laughs> the train's gone by. And then I heard that train a coming. The train. Sorry, <laughs> folks, the train's gone by. Yeah, so I kind of lost my train of thought. Oh, there you go. No, um... Taoism. Taoism is the way. Now, what specific calculations you might perform is not nearly as important from that, from, from one point of view. The what is not as important as the how. Mm. And I think that ties in with the why. The how you do things, and the why you do things, and the why behind it. That's a big one. The, the, the why behind things, when... And I want to go back to mm. the trust but verify, right? Oh, okay, yeah. I'm yeah. going to go back to that. So, if I asked you to do a task... I should say, Yes, if, if I asked ask me to do a task... If I asked you to do a task, and you didn't know why I asked you to do it, mm. now that's going to make you least likely to do it correctly. If I said, Andy, I need you to do this, and I didn't oh. tell you why it needs done, or the reason behind it, that would make you less likely to accomplish the task to completion or correctly. Uh, Does that make sense? I was speaking with a, uh, a teammate of mine and uh, makes these beautiful salads. They look amazing. Sure. Just these fresh, bountiful salads. And I'm like, wow, that girl looks great. She, she said, yeah, I've been making salads for years. And she says, looking back, when I was a kid and my mother asked me to help make the salad, when I was done, she said, you did such a good job at that. You're so good at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> her revelation she shared was that, you know, I think I kind of got tricked into that. <laughs> right, right. But um, also reminds us of uh, Mark Twain again. Um, as many will remember the story of the fence. You see, was it um, Tom? Even the fence, Tom Sawyer. Yeah, was that Tom? He had this awful task. All his friends were all playing and stuff, right? And he had to stay there and paint this huge fence. Right. right. Right? So what did he do? He's a clever kid. Um, talked to all his buddies. He's like, wow, you won't believe what I'm doing, man. I'm painting this fence. this right. fence. Did you ever get the... Oh, oh man. Oh, just you know, the brush, the, the the paint. You put it on there. And, and uh, I mean, about five minutes later, every other kid in the well, neighborhood well, is painting the fence. Yeah. And he's sitting there looking at Mm. So, so in your perception, right, of the task, you know, it's that's again why it's so important to think for yourself. Well, he told me I love painting fences, or right, um, right. My my mother told me I was great at making salads. When I mean, I mean, that's not to say I wasn't good, but all of this additional. Oh, can you please do that again? Oh, uh, it was so good the last time you. Made a salad like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now it's not even the question intentions. Now, um, but getting back to the the way, and I and believe me, you will. There's an ocean of information about Taoism, right? Which was founded by Lao, attributed to Lao Tzu, who was a contemporary of another big guy named Mencius. Hmm. Um. But Taoism is very, 
abstract. It's it's for uh, the it's, Western mind. It, it's on a different level. It's outside of contemporary Christianity. Oh, absolutely. They developed independently. Yeah. And, uh, one of okay, the words yin and yang sure. of Taoism. Um, I believe the literal translation is something close to the light side and the sunny side of a hill. Sure. You know, you have this, and you have that. You have masculine, you have feminine. You have um, any sorts of things that it's a clear distinction, mm -hmm. but they're complementary opposites. So just imagine, oh, geez, that's it. That's on the other arm, isn't it? There it is, yeah, the end of the end. There it is. Yeah, yeah, so, um, actually, that's another neat tattoo. I don't have to show everybody. All but, right. um, if, if you if you're keep talking. listening, uh, he's he's showing you his other tattoo of the yin and the yang, and there's actually a infantry re regiment check that out that used the yin and yang tattoo for the north and the south fighting. Yeah, and it was considered to be it was considered to be a um, I guess a uh, like a racist symbol because it involved Whoa. whatever it involved. They were allowed to keep it because of its historical meaning. So the, it's a patch that they wear in a certain infantry re regiment where it is the yin and the yang, but it's, it's the blue and the gray. Okay. Yep. Um, so interesting because I did study it at Gettysburg College. Yeah. Hey, you know, for uh, a short. Well, well, I didn't. So I should finish that. But like, oh, why, why all they have? The reason they have that symbol and wear it as a patch is because the blue and the gray came together during that war. Yeah. They did. And they helped each other with medical supplies and everything else because they were just, uh, it, was, it was brother against brother, it was cousin against cousin. And they came up with that yin and the yang and they adopted it from that. And they used the blue and the gray as their patch, the infantry regiment. Wow. Yeah. Yep, during that battle. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. You so wear it. I mean, it's a real, um, I mean, some of the irony, or I shouldn't say irony, so I mean, tragedy, um, such tragedy. And, and if, uh, if you've ever been out to Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, I strongly recommend taking the battlefield tour. It has the most, uh, like, monuments mm -hmm. of its kind. It really in, does, yeah. Uh, like, per square mile, however it's measured, than any other national park. And uh, you may enjoy this. Uh, oh, oh, you gotta see Pennsylvania Monument. It is enormous. Which one are we talking about? Pennsylvania Monument. Um, I'll show you if you have to get off the phone, but it has um, plaques on the side of the soldiers from Pennsylvania mm. um, um, who lost their lives at Gettysburg. Um, I have seen that. I have seen that. Um, and I, I, I'm proud to. Um, Believe on good reports that I have uh, family. Yeah. On that monument. Anyway, wow. so. Um, and then I'll just, just real quick before we jump off of that. There's also, um, if you've never been to Mount Washington in Pittsburgh, you want to see the Washington statue. Uh, yeah. George Washington making a treaty with the chief. Nice. Yeah, you want to yes. see that. It's good stuff. Yeah. So, um, so in the infinite versions of yourself, yes. I think 
one of the things we do with um, infinity is just try to make the best sense of the finite within our realm of experience. Right. Um, you'll go nuts if you try to figure everything out. You know. Yeah, you'll you'll, you'll literally go outside of your own sanity, outside of your own soul, outside of your own perception, trying to figure out how many individuals yeah. find all these different realities of you. Mm. And I think that's that's an important thing to think about. So, as well, you, as, as either you, residual, as, uh, uh, your Facebook profile page that you don't use anymore. Sure. There's that. Yeah. You have a Facebook profile you don't use anymore. Right. So that's the last thing anybody ever has ever seen. Okay. Yes. Yes. In that universe, um, people just notice that, uh, hey, man, why aren't you on Facebook? <laughs> I haven't seen you in years. Um, haven't seen you in years. Well, it's about, yeah. limit, I mean, it's about limiting things. But I think the way, I mean, the way for a guy like me is trying to be good to your fellow human being and, sure. and I need help more than anybody else sometimes uh, by counting on people but maybe um, the way is to teach and encourage others to help others find uh, their way um, hopefully in, by helping people um, there's a lot to be said about service um, to your fellow human being you know, um, right. And uh, I mean, that's I mean, I'm just a regular guy. I got a regular job, but I deal with a lot of people, and people that can decide whether or not they want to interface with me or or my organization. Um, but it's a series of voluntary relationships, and I think that's one of the most important aspects of life that should not go away. Sure. Sure. Um, is rather than being compelled or given that job you don't want to do, right? Right. Um, because you also have to uh, you also have to look at yourself in the mirror. Um, you know, at work they said uh, go on this spreadsheet and hit these buttons. Okay. You know, I could seek to understand. Oh, I just uh, I just uh, terminated a hundred business relationships. Sure. I'm just going to push this. Right. Now, that's what you told me to do. Right. So, and this ties back to the last podcast. You know, inching around. Real, it's all about the real estate. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I need that trade back. No, I, I, get, I get that because it's the same thing that we're all right. given. I mean, unless unless you're born wealthy, you're, you're going to press a button. You're going to press the button because... Boss told you to press the button. Right. Do this, Roger. Yes, boss. I'm what are the consequences? Don't worry about it. You know. Just do this. Press, press this button. Um, okay. That's my job. I'm going to press this button because if I don't press this button, then I don't get money, and if I don't get money, I don't eat. So I'm going to press this button. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, and uh, oh, there's a very interesting short story where a woman, a uh, married woman is approached by a complete stranger with a box. Maybe you've heard this one. And they're like, hello, I have a very interesting offer for you. This touches right on this. She's like, okay. And they're like, you're going to get half a million dollars 
All you gotta do is just open the box, push a button inside. That's it. Money's yours. Mmm. And they're like, whoa. I don't I don't wanna do that. I don't wanna terminate anyone else's life. It's an ethical dilemma, right? Mm. Um so uh so the stranger assures her, nobody you know is gonna be killed. She's like, huh. Oh. Hmm. So she presses the button, right? She gets home and uh her husband's gone. And uh, dude shows up, gives her a half million dollars, and she, she couldn't be more mad. She said, you said it will be someone I didn't know. It was my husband. Mm. To which they reply, you didn't really know him. <laughs> and there you go. And that is the perfect wrap up to the infinite realities mm. of the self. We could go on forever. We could go on forever about this. But we know... We know you're busy, don't worry about that. Okay. We know you're busy, and you know that we're not that busy, but we're going to see you next time on the Steel Plaza Podcast and uh, Andy's Philosophy Corner and the darkest corners of the world. And don't forget to donate to the show www.paypal.me forward slash Steel as a podcast. Thanks so much for listening and thanks so much for telling a friend and we'll see you next time right back here on the show.